Today with our Shap of the Week, junior running back Jack Kaiser, and we'd heard the rumblings that there was a, a running back, and this is how it works with JV and some varsity around Westlake, Jack, is that you got some people that really care a whole lot about what's next at Westlake. Week one, there's this kid. Week two against Trinity, dude, there's this kid. And then week three, you're on the roster. The game against Trinity, because it wasn't just your ability at the junior varsity level as a sophomore it was what you were doing it wasn't just you ran for four or five touchdowns it was home run shots against some very talented people when you first got that opportunity against trinity what's going through your mind is it is it all just focus on what you're doing or does some of that stuff just happen well jv a little easier than varsity but varsity just like it kind of just comes like you just when people come and just move out of the way i don't really think about it too much it's funny because a lot of people compare you uh, to other smaller running backs. Mm-hmm. Is it really just your lower center of gravity, or is it something that's unique to you? Well, I've seen like uh, like tweets and stuff like people are like Deuce Vaughn or whatever. Like I've watched his highlights, and I do think I play a lot like him. Like he breaks tackles too, and he, his moves are crazy. Like that's someone I like try to play like. So a lot of people give Deuce Vaughn a lot of credit because of what he is able to do, and it's more of a tactical advantage more than a quote physical advantage. Mm-hmm. Hiding behind big offensive linemen is something that I think is lost in the shuffle because everybody thinks of you as a speed guy. There's a lot of people that don't see how physical you actually are at the point of attack. Falling forward, keeping your pads level. Is that something that you take pride in? Is that something that you work on specifically? I don't know as much as like some linebackers or safeties or whatever, but I have a lower center of gravity, so they got to get down to me. So I'm already coming there, and I'll just put my shoulder down. And I'm, if I'm already five inches shorter than them, I'm seven inches, and it's hard for them to like tackle me. I hear weight is an issue. You are a legit 175 pounds. I'm 175. And, I, I was like 155 last year, though. So, And that's the thing. What did you do to, to, to put that weight on? Coach Jones, I mean, we just worked really hard in the weight room in the offseason, and I ate a ton. PC, Coach Mack, and uh, all those coaches, I mean, I probably put on 10 from, like, the offseason to May, another 5 or 10 like over the summer a lot of people don't know what to do with that extra weight they become a different player that's obviously not the case for you what's the message that you're kind of giving yourself hey this is what i need to do if i want to not just play but make it through a 16 game season last year i kind of like felt myself like against katie like i had a pretty okay game but those guys could just grab me and like against guy or like they're kind of doing it. so after that i was like well i'm light and fast but i kind of need to get a little heavier and you didn't lose any speed I had a sprained ankle, so I really wasn't able to run from, like, the spring until really, like, August. So that was something I was nervous about was, like, running. I want to take you back because that at JV, all the coaches after that game, they were like, well, we won't have him the, next, the rest of the year. He's got to go up. Describe that moment. Do you get called in the office? Is it a text message? Is it a phone call? How do you get promoted? Coach Rose, the running backs coach, he texted me at, like, 1, I think on the Sunday after their game. Didn't I was playing mad. Like, I don't know what I was doing, but I remember I checked my phone at, like, 5 p.m. Like, four hours later, randomly, and it's like, hey, can you call me? I was like, oh, because he's never asked me to call him before, and I called him right away, and then he just told me that I was going to start practicing with them. And then I practiced them for a week, and then it went pretty well, and then I ended up playing in week three. It's a journey. You have a really good performance against Temple's Junior Varsity. Then you have an even better performance as a varsity practice guy, and then the next week you get called up, and, and the rest is history. Take us back to that moment where there's getting added to the roster day of game, and then there's actually getting to play. And this is where my apology comes in, because we weren't prepared for Jack Kaiser. We were we were looking at 33 and went, okay, it looks like Kaiser. Is it Kaiser? We don't know. And we kind of went with it. What happened after that run, and it was a run after the catch, what happened after that run on a screen pass 
was my phone lit up in the broadcast booth. Hey, it's Kaiser like the role, and this dude's been doing this since since Pop Warner. That's the fun part about drilling down and seeing the story of Jack Kaiser because you've been a known commodity for a while, but seeing it happen on varsity, what was it like for you? Whenever I got called up in like the first practice on varsity, it's like these guys, like they're like famous to me. It's like Cade Klubnik, obviously. He's like, what? Like everyone's like, he's going to win a Heisman, and then there's Connor and Brett and them and Jaden, obviously. I mean, I was kind of starstruck in the first week, but really, I swear, like, I got so much better that first week just from, like, Hunter and all, like, he's, like, he was a really good running back, like, he really was. Watching him and then Coach Rhodes, like, they can kind of spend a little more time with you on varsity, like, showing you what to do, but Hunter and all really helped me out. I felt prepared for the game. I wasn't nervous to get in. If I tell, I have to score if I get the ball, like, I have to, because I knew, like, I didn't want to go back down to JV. I wanted to, like, get solidified. What was the response? I mean, I know that, that you have your own feelings about what you were able to do, because playing, sometimes you do it, and then you, you look back, and really when you realize you did something that was the next day in film. What I noticed more than anything was the response from, from everybody, and those guys that you thought were famous mm-hmm. two weeks before are now the guys that are that are loving you up. First thing I see is like Kate Klovnik like chest bumping me and like it's like oh my gosh and then he like reposted some video of me on Instagram and I was like whoa this is crazy like that was that was awesome. You immediately become part of the offense after your success. It wasn't that Westlake didn't have plans at running back, but your performance kind of changed the way they thought about what they could do. You're a difference maker. What do you think you bring to the team? And what's different from last year and this year other than just your weight game? Our offense was so good last year. I mean, that was probably one of the best offenses of all time, like with or without me. Um, But I just brought like a big play when you needed it. Like I wasn't necessarily – I feel like this year I can get more like – I'll get seven yards, I'll fall forward maybe. I can take more. Like I had like 29 carries against Lake Travis. I don't think I could have done that last year. Say like we're in a third and 20, like just drop me off a screen pass. Everyone's worried about Cade and I could go make a big play. But this year I could more be like down to down, like six, seven yards. I look at the college level. Deuce Vaughn's a great example. I also look at the next level. For me, I'm a cowboy guy, so I watch cowboys. So am I. And I'm And I'm looking at Pollard, that dude who can do a number of different things, and he may not have the size of an Ezekiel Elliott, but definitely has a speed factor where you can line him up anywhere and he can be successful. But you have turned yourself into an every-down running back. That probably wasn't the case last year. What do you think the main difference is from being an every-down back? It's really just trust. It's kind of a mentality, really, because I remember I was watching Hunter like against let me think, Del Valley, and he's, like, cut up and bruised, and, like, I'm, like, I could never do this, but, and I was, like, I, I'm not scared, but, like, a little timid to, like, I'm, like, could I get 15 carries a game? Like, could I, once you go into, like, your junior year, and it's, like, people I grew up with are with me now, you just get more confidence, and I, I have, like, the, the toughness and the mentality. I can go out there and, like, butt heads. I'm right there. 26-6A newcomer of the year, but you're not a newcomer anymore. Now, you're finding the defenses are zeroing in on you. I want to know how that feels week to week because it, it is what it is. The second you start putting film down is the second people start scheming against you. And it really is a testament to your offensive line and to Coach Murdoch because you have not slowed down. What do you think is the, the biggest weapon that, that Westlake has offensively that allows you to continue despite the fact that you're being schemed against every single week? Coaching. I think we just outcoach them every week. Maybe they'll come up with a plan, like, say, like, they're running a three-down all year and they come out in a four-down, it's like, well, but, I mean, we just, like, make an adjustment. And I don't even think about, like, oh, are they watching me? Are they watching? Like, I just know. I trust in our coaches that we're just – it's going to be there. The holes are going to be there. The culture around the Lake Travis game, the narrative, the story has changed because you've grown up in Westlake where things didn't necessarily go that way. And now that you've contributed in back-to-back games with Lake Travis, over 200 yards of uh, total offense – 
in both games. A kickoff return for a touchdown to open the second half. It doesn't sound like Jack Kaiser has a problem with Lake Travis. And and to me, that kind of confidence that comes at a big-time moment with a big-time opponent, what do you think that does for the program? I remember, like, Lake Travis beating Westlake, but I never really thought that I was going to – like, I, I've never liked Lake Travis. Like, I just don't like him. But our team – we don't have any like fear against them. I think what, like if you just come in, you make big plays. It's really how you start. And we didn't start that fast this year, but I think this that was kind of a testament to like last year we started fast and it wasn't really any like oh are we gonna lose. But this year we're down at halftime. But I think that was a testament to like we're not scared of anybody, especially not like Travis. Like we came back out. What was the second half like? We won like twenty eight to ten in the second half. I think it was. We know we're better than them. Sense of humor always plays a part in a player's makeup. You know, what do you do when the chip's down? Do you sit there and you do you sulk? Do you blame yourself? Do you point the finger? Do you have enough personal value to say, you know what, I'm going to laugh this off because I already know what I'm capable of. But everybody in this field house regards you. You might be a quiet, steady Eddie guy, but, but you like to joke around a little bit. Do you find your sense of humor helps out at times? I swear in halftime if we're losing the game, I, like I'm not even thinking we're losing. I'm just like, okay, I'll joke with like the O-line or somebody. Even against Guy, I, I had two fumbles in the first half, I think, and like Hunter went in, and I'm listening there, I'm like, this is the worst I could do. And me and Hunter just start like, like laughing about it. I remember I just felt so calm. I was like, oh, we're good. I think that just taught me, like, even when it's super serious, the coaches are yelling and everybody, like, you kind of just got to keep keep it steady. You can't start, like, getting mad. And, like, I, I just joke around, especially, like, with the running back room. We all make fun of each other all the time. Yeah, I know some of that's probably not safe for this interview, but what do you think the camaraderie is? Because, you know, you've, you've had guys go down before, and Nate's one of those guys that I know that you look to for guidance. I know he's a big-time leader for you. As his role changes, you've got some guys in that room now that kind of have to step up. Obviously, you're one of them. What we see from Grady what we see from ZBW you're kind of the dude in the room now I mean even though you were a starter your emotional response to Nate going down how has that helped you in practice this week when Nate went down like I almost cried for him on the sideline because that's like my brother on and off the field that's probably my best friend I'm confident all those guys that they could start on Westlake everyone in that running back room I really do like Grady uh, he's in first year, but I have so much trust in him. Like, if they ask a question, just answer it. But I know like it's more just leading by example. I went up to Grady for the first game, and I'm like, hey, I've never played the home opener in a varsity season either. Like, we're in it together. Like, I'm nervous as hell, too. To me, guys like Trevor, you absolutely need dudes like that. Oh, yes. And I look at all of you, and I go, okay, this is like a great mix of guys who all do things differently that when they get their opportunities they will make people pay and you mentioned the sense of humor because the running back room is filled with guys that can be successful because of how Westlake's culture is do you find that all of you are kind of on equal ground if you walked into the room you think Trevor was an all-american like how he's joking with everybody like Nate'll make probably make like an 80 yard run and Trevor's like telling me sucks like it's not even like 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 bringing them down it's just a joke like I don't think there's any, like, hierarchy at all. I mean, we're all just, like, a bunch of friends. It sounds like a brotherhood. We hear that word thrown around a lot, Jack, but family is such a strong, strong word. There are people that talk about it, and there are people that live it. Do you find that, that Westlake, that there's an aspect to this that's real? I, I know my coaches would be there, be there for me, and, like, they provide an example to us, and I know for anyone on my team, I'd be right there for them. They've been there for me, and I have been there for them. Like, I remember... Yeah, at the halftime of the guy game. I remember that's the worst I've ever felt during a football game because I was like, I'm playing so bad right now. Like, everyone in the locker room came up to me. It's like, keep your head up and keep your head up. And I was just like, yeah, I got to remember that. Like, even when Nate went down, I went right up to him and I was like, I got you. Like, and I saw him in the hospital that night. One of the saddest moments of my life. Something about being there for each other. And everyone's texting Nate. Everyone is like, hey, how's Nate doing? Like, I think that just is a testimony to like how close we are. We've talked about this with Paxton, a guy that lived 
in the training room just to get an opportunity to play. Not to start, not to be a captain, just to play. It seems to be a, a culture of guys that are not afraid to say that they care about each other, mm-hmm. that are not afraid to say I love you. But to me, one of the things that's really starting to become a, a, a very recognizable culture is how all of you feel about one another. And that's not – I mean, are you aware that that's not – necessarily normal i mean i can't even say i'm aware because like that's all this is all i've ever been around high school football like even on the freshman team we're like getting ready in the like i'm i'm with nate like he's the quarterback in the freshman team we're getting ready in the locker room like i i can't say i have seen anything else because i've been in westlake since sixth grade so i just that's all i know what's the one thing that you like to do away from football that that is kind of yours and the the thing that you do that kind of get ready to be the best player you can be I just play video games sometimes. I hang out with friends on the weekends, but, but I mean, everyone does that. I play video games all the time, though. Like, I, just, I play NCAA 14. So you're a throwback back to when that, that game could actually mm-hmm. exist. Yeah. Where it is, it might be coming back. Hopefully. What do you think about the opportunity of you being in that video game at some point? I think about it, though. I definitely think about it. That's a goal. The thing for me is when you talk about the next level, it's always unique as a junior because you are on the map. And while we don't necessarily talk about individual aspects because you guys don't let us because it's all about the team, your presence, your play, your effort, your relationship with the running back room, you are in a unique position. For Jack Kaiser this year, I want what? I feel like I've proved myself, but I just want to keep proving myself. Last year, it's like I'm competing with like the other guys in the running back room, but this year, it's like I'm competing with other people too, like outside. Like I look around the state. I want to be the best in the state. I think we have the best O-line in the state. I think we have the best receiving core in the state. I think, you know, our quarterbacks, maybe they're not like as highly rated as some of the five stars, but I think they're one of, some of the best in the state, and I just want to like be the, right there with them. Practice is always a unique effort because Coach Salazar talks about this all the time, Jack. He says, yeah, they're good, but Jack Kaiser and the offensive line are going up against our defensive front every single day in practice. Mm-hmm. Nathan Blue and Byers Petty, Denham Collins and Judson Crockett and Will Courtney and Will Maggots, Tiger Miser, those dudes. It's frustrating. <laughs> Take us through how practice can be frustrating and the reward is the game. I remember all spring ball before I got hurt, it's like two yards of carry. Like you would have thought, like I've never played football. It's hard, hard to like not blame it on yourself. You're like, I just need to keep, I'm not producing. But it's like, you look across, it's like, well, I mean, Colton Vosick's grabbing me with one hand and Byers is going like, and I just knew like that first game, everything just kind of clicked. We started slow. It was just so nice to like, they probably are like better, like pure athletes, like Ridgepoint probably had some, be- like they probably run faster to their 40s and bench press more than our defense. I mean, it's just different. They're, our defense like how they tackle our schemes. I mean, it's just different. Final thought as we visit with Jack Kaiser, our Shab of the Week. You know, it's a surreal moment that most of us don't get an opportunity to experience. It's that first varsity touchdown. It's a kickoff return for a touchdown against Lake Travis. These exciting unbelievable plays what does it feel like to be in that moment i mean are you aware of it or is it something that just kind of happens and then you reflect on it not a lot of people get your stories jack take people through what it's like making big plays running to the end zone that's like the best feeling in the world like i try not to let football define me like when i'm waking up at 5 a.m to go to tuesday morning practice that's i'm thinking about like well this friday night i get to have 10,000 people cheering for me as i run to the end zone like it's the best feeling in the world and I've, I've wanted to have it all my life. Now, it, more than ever, it's like when I score, I look back, and it's just like a bunch of my best friends like cheering with me in the end zone. It's just that's like a special feeling. He's Jack Kaiser, our Shab of the Week. Thanks so much for doing this. Sir, of course.